just marvelous. Wish death upon me. Blood in my eye, dog, and I can't see. I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be. And niggas trying to take me. Acknowledge me. You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always gonna keep it real. Come on, King! Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Takeover. Let's go. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wrestling Takeover Podcast. This is Saturday, November 4th. 2023 this is your official wwe crown jewel review results and i'm joined once again by my co-host dante what's going on brother what's going on man good to be back on the show good to be talking about uh a pretty okay premium live event called crown jewel yeah so um it leading into the show, it was it was uh, the build was okay, nothing anything shocking. Um, Dante, I'm gonna give the floor to you, man. Uh, what is your immediate thoughts um, and opinion before we break all these matches down? What's your immediate thoughts overall on WWE Crown Jewel? If this was a five star rating, I would give Crown Jewel three stars. Um. It was okay. I think we've seen better shows. I think we've seen better crown jewels. Um, it. I don't know. It the, the show just the matches just seemed really long. Um, I don't think the matches could have should have happened as long as they were. Um, the crowd participation, the, the audience were like certain matches. It was like there was nobody in the building. But the competitors in the ring, it was an okay show. It, I, I, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be like, oh, let's go, Crown Jewel. This is going to be really cool. Um, it was okay. I mean, we saw a title change. We saw uh, a, a, a rumored wrestler return. So certain things we kind of it was. I'll say this, and sometimes shows like this is hard. The predictable shows. Nothing happened that nobody really wasn't predicting anyway. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? Um, nothing unpredictable happened. Nothing shocking happened. Nothing, you know, crazy happened. It was just, okay. It, it, it felt like a, I'm not going to lie. It felt like a Monday Night Raw on a Saturday. Yes. Yes. Dog, I uh, I felt the same exact way with majority of these matches. I thought it was a Friday night SmackDown and Monday Night Raw show combined just on a premier live event on a Saturday morning. I, listen, I enjoyed myself, you know, but it, I'm not going to go back and watch the show. But... Nah, eh, I don't know. No, we're not talking about this, but after this past week's AEW Dynamite, I was like, all right, come on, Crown Jewel. Like, you got yeah. to hit the ball out of the park. The ball did not go out of the park. The ball was hit. 
but there was no home runs tonight. Nah, there was there was no home runs. Um, I will give Triple H this. Um, he was building towards Survivor Series during the show. You felt it. You sense it. And uh, there's a lot of like scenarios and ideas that we're going to go over that kind of has Survivor Series implications and just moving forward in general, um, even leading into the Royal Rumble, potentially. Um, there's just a lot of stuff to talk about. But at face value, this was a because I either like to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I don't want to do in between or anything like that. I'm going to give this a thumbs up show. Um, my opinion, I think this was a thumbs up show. Um, but again, like, like Dante said, it was a run of a mill. It wasn't anything shocking. We kind of assumed, you know, during the weeks of, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And that's kind of like the crazy thing about being a wrestling fan sometimes is, uh, when you're very educated and very knowledgeable and you just kind of see what's going on on television and seeing it actually be played out, you know, when you're watching it is like, that's not a bad thing, but it's like, damn, like, I don't really want to be this smart or, you know, educated when I watch this type of shit. I want to be surprised sometimes. Um, I was surprised when uh, Kyrie Sane did come back. Uh, I wasn't. To an extent, I, I didn't know that she was going to, I did not know she was going to come back right now. So I was kind of surprised when I seen her because I thought she was going to appear maybe sometime after uh, Crown Jewel. But we all assumed she was coming. I just didn't think she was going to come this soon. And it looks like they got a plan. Again, we will talk about that um, as we get to the match. But I want to kick things off with Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Now, going into this match, um, Seth Rollins is back. has been the whole story throughout this entire run. Um, he's kind of giving me vibes of Orange Cassidy, where Orange Cassidy was a fighting champion. He always had tape on his body. You know, he kept consistently challenging, or not challenging, but defending his championship on a consistent basis. And, you know, he was been successful, successful until he finally, you know, lost the championship. Um, and he only lost because what he was just hurt in storyline. Um, this isn't storyline. Seth Rollins is actually hurt. Um, and you really can see it after the match. That guy's, that guy's fucked up. He's fucked up. And I know there were some within the wrestling space that thought Drew was going to win. I don't know why people thought Drew was going to win. Um, I think their assumption Dante was that, oh, Seth is hurt. He's really, really hurt. Maybe he needs to take time away right now and then come back for WrestleMania season around the Royal Rumble. What do you think about those people that said that? And um, I completely disagree with uh, their um, logic from that standpoint. Um, I think Seth is going to do what he believes is the best thing for him to do. And right now he believes that the best thing for him to do is to continue to be champion. Um, it's easy for people to, you know, say, you know, um, he should leave and he should, you know, throw in a towel and, and everything like that. It, it's hard to do when you um, have worked your entire career to get to where you are just to give it away. It, it's not easy. Um, I've never been a wrestler or anything like that or, or, or in the business, but 
I could imagine you worked so hard to get here and everybody wanted him to be champion. You, you remember? It was like, oh, he's not here. Yeah. Championship in so many years and now he finally gets the championship. He's like, listen, I don't just want to just, just give it away. I don't want to just give it up. I, I took so many L's and I worked so hard to get back here, you know? Yeah. Um, the match between uh, Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre was a mediocre Monday, Friday night match. Um, it was what it was. Seth Rollins really hasn't had that championship match yet. He hasn't had that opponent as champion. I don't know who that opponent can be if there is such an opponent for him. Um, you know, Rock had Austin. You know, Hogan had Rock. You know, Taker had Kane. Um, Brett had Shawn Michaels. Brett had Owen. Brett had uh, Yokozuna. You know, Hogan had Sergeant Slaughter. Seth really hasn't had that champion, that 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 opponent that can he can really dance with. You know what I'm saying? John had Randy. You know, John had Edge. Edge had Randy. Seth really hasn't had um, that opponent to really bring out the fighting champion in him. I I haven't seen it yet. Um, I completely agree. Um, I know he's a fighting champion and everything like that. And like I said, I respect uh, Seth Rollins um, for what he's been doing. This man's obviously hurt. I mean, after the match, it was kind of uncomfortable to watch him even get out of the ring. And I seen a video on on um, on Instagram when he was like walking backstage. This guy's hurt. This guy's hurt. And uh I just think he needs to thug it out. I know he's in pain, but I think he needs to thug it out until WrestleMania. Um, and for the new listeners out there, uh, I, I, I'm going with Gunther to win the Royal Rumble, and I'm having him versus Seth. That might not happen. That might happen. I have no idea. I'm just coming up with an idea. Um, we all know Seth is going to lead into WrestleMania as a World Heavyweight Champion. He needs to face a quality opponent because, like Dante said, and this is the truth. Um, we speak truth on this show. We speak honesty on the show. If you don't like what we have to say, I'm, I'm not going to be a complete total dick to you and cuss you out and just tell you to go watch someone else or go listen to someone else. I'm just going to politely tell you, just go listen to somebody else. If you want someone else that's going to sugarcoat the views and opinions on what they bring to the table, go do that. That's not what we do here. All right. The fact is this. Seth Rollins' run has not been interesting. From a wrestling in-ring product standpoint, it's been interesting. But from a character standpoint and a motive standpoint, it has not been interesting. No one has really cut a promo deep uh, to Seth Rollins. And no one has really challenged Seth Rollins uh, like Dante was was uh, bringing up many names. And all the names that he brought up with regards to that specific champion, you had that challenger. Seth Rollins has not had that challenger. Point blank period. So, I don't know where they go from here with Seth Rollins. I really don't. I'm usually good at these things. I'm usually just able to come up with scenarios and ideas, whatever, good or bad or indifferent. Um, I can't come up with anybody, Dante. Um, if you can, uh, please say it because I can't. I don't know where Seth Rollins is going to go from here. I don't know. Um, right now, I don't know who. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I kind of was thinking about it. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know anybody on a raw roster right now that can. Um, I don't know. That's just something that Triple H got to figure out. He's got to figure it out. There's a lot of things that Triple H really needs to figure out. And, and let me say this is not because because people could be misconstrued. It's not because Seth Rollins is unbookable. No. He's completely bookable. Um, and he deserves to be champion. It's the right opponent for him. Right. That hasn't, no one has really, and we've seen Seth Rollins perform on high level many, 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 many times. With this title, he hasn't really performed on that high level. And I really think it's because of the lack of the opponent that he has been given. Right. I don't know. It just hasn't been good. Um, will the Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre story continue? Is another question. You know, um, I guess we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I don't know how it can. I mean, Drew McIntyre lost clean. Seth Rollins kind of called him out like, hey, yo, you've been bitching this whole fucking time. All right, I'm going to give you a title shot. But when you lose, I don't want to hear you bitch and complain. You fucking lost. And Drew lost tonight clean. It wasn't what happened in the main event. None of that. Drew McIntyre walked in there as the challenger. And he walked out as the challenger. Um, now, when Damian Priest came out, I'm not going to fucking bullshit, y'all. I was like, oh, no, please don't. Please don't. Um... I thought for a split second that they were going to take the title off of Seth because he's legit hurt. Thank God that did not happen. Uh, we seen an LOL moment <laughs> when Sami Zayn came out, took the briefcase uh, from Damian Priest and like jumped the barricade and ran out. My brother was in the went in the room when he was watching it as well too, and we both started LOL when Sami Zayn did that shit. So that was pretty funny. Um, other than that, like like Dante said, no shade to Seth. I love Seth. Again, I always give him high praise and respect. Um, I consider him one of the greatest of this generation from an in-ring standpoint. I stand by that. I will, I will always have that mindset. But the fact is, he has not had um, a number one quality real opponent that is capable of defeating him for the title and triple h um you got to find that guy i don't know who it is well actually there is somebody but um he holds a championship right now um maybe that's what they're waiting for i don't know but in the meantime until you get to that individual and his name is gunther people so you get to gunther and then you start doing Gunther Seth. In the meantime, you got to find somebody. Maybe it's Bobby Lashley of the Hurt Business. Maybe Lashley steps up. Um, outside of Bobby Lashley, man, I can't think of anybody. And uh, Triple H, is, he's got to figure that out. He's got to figure that out. Um, so that's the first match. I was kind of surprised when I seen the, seen the lineup. I was pretty it surprised. Be, it can't be Bobby. You know, SmackDown. Oh, he's on SmackDown. See? Completely forgot. Completely forgot. All right. Thank you for correcting me. Then, all right, well, you got to find somebody, Triple H. And it cannot be Nakamura, okay? (laughs) 
It can't be Nakamura. So it's got to be somebody else. Um, but we'll see what happens. That's all we got to do. We just got to wait and see. Um, next up, man, we've seen the women's world championship match. Yes, Rhea Ripley actually was on the show. And she actually defended her championship. Her opponents were Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Zoe Starks. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to be straightforward with you. Like I text Dante earlier in the show. This match was actually pretty good. Yeah, this match was, in my opinion, this match was actually pretty good. Rhea Ripley, megastar, generational talent. I heard it all today on, on Twitter. Megastar, main event, caliber, performer, all of it. She's everything. When she, that entrance was cold. All right. That entrance was cold as fuck. That was like a WrestleMania entrance for Rhea Ripley. That purple and black getup that she wore. Nah, Rhea Ripley's incredible. I even had my brother be like, is that Rhea Ripley? I'm like, yeah, that's Rhea Ripley. He, he enjoyed the entrance as well, too. It was cool. That shit was dope. Um, her presentation's incredible. She's popular. We all know this, right? Our problem with Rhea Ripley, she doesn't have any quality challengers. And I'm going to kind of rant a little bit after I let Dante speak um, and give his thoughts and opinions. But I just want to finish up by saying this was a good fiddle four-way match. Uh, Rhea Ripley is still the women's champion, as she rightfully deserves to be. And like I said, I'm going to do my ranting after uh, Dante is finished speaking. Dante, the floor is yours, man. Take as long as you want. What's your thoughts on... Um, this match and Rhea Ripley retaining the women's title. Well, I think it was the right move. It was, it was a good match. Um, it exceeded my expectations. And my expectations for this match was pretty low. Um, but they, they all did well. They performed well. I think, they, I think the exceeding of expectation came because we finally saw Rhea in a match. Yeah. And it was outside of Dominic Mysterio, outside of the Judgment Day. She wasn't a manager. She wasn't a valet. She wasn't on NXT trying to help Dom win. This was all on her and for her to solidify why she is the world woman's world champion and, and why um, she's the leader of the Judgment Day. I think it was tonight. Um, it was a great match. Everybody did well. Um, Zoe Starks did well. Nia Jax did well. Um, Shayna Baszler did well. Um, I don't know who else was in the match. Uh, um, who else? Who else was in the match? Um, I'm thinking somebody. I think that was it, wasn't it? Um, it was five of them. It was Rhea, Nia. Well, I was getting ready to say Rhea, Nia, <laughs> Rhea, Nia, Zoe, Shayna, and. Oh, Raquel no. Rodriguez. Thank you. Sorry, Raquel Rodriguez. That's just that just goes. Never mind. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep that to no, myself. No, no, never no. mind. Oh, no. Nothing bad about it. That was just no. a, a brain error. Yeah. 
but everybody did well and exceeded my expectations. Um, sometimes I really don't like flyaways and all the other stuff. The, the, the women really kept the momentum. It wasn't slow. It wasn't too long. Um, I liked the interactions with Rhea and Naya and, and uh, her entrance, as you talked about, was stellar, as it should have been. It really reestablished why she is the champion. Um, I believe that this show basically for me was storyline building on a PLE. Yes. The premise of it to me was to continue stories leading to Survivor Series and leading to next year. Um, and we had told the story and she even told the story before she went out to her match when Drew lost. Uh, there's a segment backstage where Rhea and Drew was, where Rhea walked up to Drew after his match and Drew looked at defeated and she looked at him like, huh, I told you so, you know, so, but it was a good match. I, I, um, I enjoyed the, um, the five women title match. Yeah. Like I said, the match was solid. Um, hi, Triple H. How you doing, man? We got a little problem, man. Got a little problem. Here's the problem. Rhea Ripley just went out there and defeated all four of those women. I have a question for you now, Triple H. Who's next? I'm assuming I'm just going off on what I just seen. And previously. I think it's going to be Nia Jax next for Rhea Ripley. And that's fine. I think those two women can kill it. We already seen Raquel Rodriguez. Shayna Baszler. We can see that. But I think we're going to see Nia. But Triple H, you got to start creating even more people for the you know women's division. Again, women's wrestling is just kind of shaky, just in general. Okay. It's it's a little shaky right now. You gotta like reestablish it. And Rhea Ripley just went out and beat all four of those women. So who else is gonna challenge her? Who's else is gonna step up? Unless listen, plans can change. I'm gonna bring up this person, but all I'm saying is plans can change, no question about it. What about Becky Lynch and Rhea Ripley? That might be saved for Royal Rumble. That might be safe for WrestleMania. We don't know. We can say it's going to be safe for WrestleMania all we want. It might happen earlier than that. We don't know what they got planned. All I know is this. You got to, I wouldn't say reestablish Rhea Ripley because Rhea Ripley is so popular right now. You don't need to reestablish nothing. You need to keep her on a momentum. I know she's with Judgment Day. She is the bona fide leader of that group. I don't want to hear anybody say fucking Dominic. I don't want to hear anybody. Man, fuck Finn Balor, fuck Damian Priest, and fuck Dominic. I don't mean that literally. I just mean from a leader standpoint. They're not the fucking leader, okay? The leader is Rhea Ripley. She's extremely popular, man. It, it, I got chills when she came out. That entrance was incredible. But you got to keep the momentum of Rhea Ripley as a singles competitor on the main roster. All right, because she's been outclassed by uh, Eel Sky, which we'll, we will get to. You know, Eel's kind of been a better champion than Rhea Ripley. That's because Rhea has been involved with the Judgment Day a lot. So that's got to kind of change a little bit here. I want to see Rhea dominate 
and just murder everybody until she is able to face a person that is capable of really challenging her and has the ability to really, you know, put fear in a rear Ripley and put fear in the fans from the standpoint of I could beat her. I could take that title away from her because right now the fact is this. There's no one on that Monday Night Raw roster that is going to convince me that they're not beating Rhea Ripley. Now, you could say Becky Lynch, but I think Becky is being saved for either the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. So for the time being, you need to find somebody that is capable of beating Rhea Ripley. And right now, I feel like they don't have that. I just, I don't feel it. Um... Dante, what, what's your thoughts on Rhea Ripley and her title run? And where do you think this is going to go? I think her title, I, I think a lot of the titles is, is just not her. Um, with the exception of Roman, with the exception of Gunther. Um, I think a lot of the title runs have just been bland. They've been uninteresting. Um... Rhea's has been uninteresting. I really think it's because they're really trying to keep her and the Dominic Mysterio thing a thing. I think so. Um, I don't think the Judge Renee is breaking up. We've seen a lot of different scenarios of the Judgment Day ending. I don't think the Judgment, judgment Day is going to end. Um, I don't want to get too far into this, but I kind of see Damian cashing in and not winning. <laughs> now I do. Um, just based on what I thought to think. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what where that goes. But um, I think her title has really been bland. It's the lack of champions. And, I mean, not lack of champions, but the lack of quality opponents for these huge, you know, stars and champions, just like Seth Rollins. Um, Rhea really hasn't had anybody to bring that, especially her, because she's hardly defended her championship. Right. Um, to bring out that quality champion, you know. Um, I would love to see Rhea have a, a program with Shayna Baszler. I think it would be interesting to see that. Um, I would love to see her have a program with Zoe Stark. I would love to see her have a program. Um, we've seen the Raquel um, Rodriguez already. I, I would love to see her have quality opponents instead of just being a title holder. I would rather her be a title defender and fighting and, and defending her belt. Um, that's what I think about it right now. I, I think it could be way better. Um, I wonder in WWE, there has to be, and if I'm wrong, tell me, somebody has to be the head of the women's division internally, right? Right. I wonder who's over the women's division as a whole internally. Like who's booking and the women's what, division? Yeah. And what is their vision? Because I don't, I, I have a hard time really reading it as a fan. Yeah, let's 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 jump into EO Skyden. Let's because this is something I want to talk about too. This is going to kind of be a lengthy kind of conversation here because there's just a lot of what's the right word I would say confusion. Like I get what they're trying to do, especially with the EO. Listen. <laughs> Thank God, okay? Like I told Dante, thank God EO retained. I don't like the way she retained. 
But I don't mind the way that Kyrie Sane was used either. I did like it. Now, damage control as a whole. EO is playing Bailey. I think EO is playing Bailey. I think this whole damage control thing is going to be very, very interesting. And I really pray that they book it properly. Kyrie saying coming in. If people don't know, go do your homework, please. EO Sky and Kyrie Sane were friends, or they've been friends for over 13 years in stardom. They've been friends. So this wasn't surprising at all. Also, Bailey, before Kyrie Sane left the WWE, she was in a feud with Bailey. So Kyrie Sane is not going to. I would say assist Bailey in that capacity. She's going to go with her best friend, Eo. And I don't have it here. I don't know if you have it, Dante, at all. But I've seen a report from Fightful and from other people in the community stating that Eo, Eo Sky, Kyrie Sane are going to get another partner coming soon. I don't know who that partner is. Maybe it's Asuka. I'm a... I'm just going to go out of a limb and say it's Asuka. So what does that leave Bailey and Dakota Kai? Are we getting a women's war games match? Are we going to get a traditional women's Survivor Series? That's what I'm saying. Survivor Series really played a, a factor in this entire show. I'm kind of confused, but I'm not at the same time. I, like I'm, I'm confused from the standpoint of Okay, Kyrie Sane helped EO. That makes sense. They're best friends. Kyrie Sane kind of looked at Bailey in disgust. Bailey looked at EO like, yo, what the fuck? Did you play me this entire time? EO doesn't want the help of Bailey. People got to understand that. She does not want the help of Bailey. You've seen her facial expression. When Bailey came out, EO looked at her like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? I don't need your help. Stay right there. But then when Kyrie Sane came out, Eo was jumping for joy. So I think Eo played Bailey from that standpoint. And then we're going to get a story there. And this is where I'm going to say this. Bailey is going somehow. I don't know how she's going to do it. I think Eo will lose before WrestleMania. And I think Bailey is going to be the one to cost Eo the match and her championship. And it might build towards Bailey versus Eo for WrestleMania. And the blueprint was what we've seen today at Crown Jewel. I don't know, Dante. Help me out. Um, it was a... I don't know. I, I don't know. It was a... They got to be building towards something. Something. The match between EO and Bianca did not live up to my expectations. No, that match was terrible. I had expectations with this match. I really thought that it was going to, because Bianca's such a great worker and, and EO's such a great worker. And um, they did some great things, but nothing was memorable. Um, Fuck I'm that crowd, by the way. I, anybody that's listening to this, uh, the matches were what they were, guys. Yeah. Um, 
it, it, there was there was no you know spectacular or anything. I mean, it it, it was okay. You know, um, Kyrie seen coming back. I need to say that she looks amazing. She does. From the last time I saw her, I love the reinvention of her character. I love the reinvention of her looks. Um, she looks bad in a good way. Yes. Um, I was like, wow. She looks real good. She doesn't look like every day. They look totally different from one another. You know, they don't look the same. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that Bailey was going to turn on EO. I kind of see EO maybe turning on Bailey. I didn't think about that. That might be a possibility. And as they, you know, talking within storyline, maybe Eo's like, no, I don't want your help. I already got help. Right. My help is Kyrie saying, and I love this, the big seed that Michael co-planted. It was very strategic when he said that the person that kind of put Kyrie out of WWE was Bailey. Yes. And Bailey kind of was by ringside of you go watch and she's looking like, what the hell is going on? Like, wait a minute. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And maybe we may have a, you know, where, um, EO and, and, and Kyrie and maybe Dakota may defect and they all turn on Bailey and Bailey goes back to being the hugging Bailey that we once seen. And she goes back to a white meat baby face possibility. We may be seeing Bailey going back to her roots. That baby face? Yeah. And the baby face Bailey going against EO WrestleMania. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I will say, I think we are eventually building towards Bailey versus EO. I think it's going to be non title, of course, because I, sadly, I, I see EO losing the title because of Bailey, which makes sense. Um, or maybe we get uh, Team EO versus Team Bailey at Survivor Series. EO, Kyrie, Asuka maybe teaming with EO versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and somebody else. <clears throat> Jade Cargo. <clears throat> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't think Jade's gonna come in as a heel though. So that might not happen. Never mind. But I'm just throwing out an idea. That would be a good way to introduce Jade there. But she would have to run through EO. Asuka and Kyrie, which I don't think that's a good idea. So maybe that's a terrible idea. <laughs> maybe put Jay Cargill in a different position than that, because that actually would be a terrible idea. Never mind. But the, Bailey would have to get somebody. I don't know who she would get outside of her and Dakota. Um, I don't know. Maybe we see a Team Eel versus Team Bailey war games potentially. That's a possibility. And then we can continue to see the seeds planted. We get to the Women's Royal Rumble. Bailey or Io or both of them in the, the final four. And one of them eliminates each other. And then that is where they really start building towards Bailey versus Io at WrestleMania in a stipulation match or some sort. Um, because I just see Bailey screwing Io. I just do. Especially after today. I definitely see that happen. No question. Bailey's going to fucking. Be all happy-go-lucky. You know what I mean? And then out of nowhere, something's going to happen. Bailey's going to snap and cost EO the title. I don't I don't, see, I don't see that with the introduction of Kyrie saying. You don't see I Bailey see, costing her the I, title? 
with the introduction of Kyrie Saint now and how that match ended. I see Bailey taking a back seat, not liking it. Her trying to prove to EO, trying to prove herself to EO, and I see Kyrie getting putting a battery in EO's back because Kyrie coming back, she's gonna want revenge against Bailey. Yes, that makes that sense. Matchup, that's gonna happen as well. Nah, I see them turning on Bailey. I don't see. I, nope. The deck is against Bailey now. With Kyrie Singh being there, that's a big. Um, that was a big. Um, what's what's the word? Um, that was a big. Um, that's a big monkey wrench right there. So you're saying they turn heel? You see EO turning heel? I mean, remaining heel, but barely turning babyface. Oh, that's right. EO is a heel. <laughs> From the crowd reactions, it doesn't seem like she's a heel, but. Tonight, yeah. you know what I mean? Those fans just couldn't give a fuck. I'm sorry. I They couldn't give a fuck about Bianca. EO came out and didn't even get a fucking reaction. They couldn't give a fuck. Um, how do I say this in the nicest way possible? This is why the Saudi Arabia shows are just tough to watch, especially from a women's standpoint, because these fans don't give a fuck. They don't care. Point blank, period. No matter who it is. It could be Bianca. It could be Io. It could be Rhea Ripley. I mean, at least they were reacting to that women's match. I think it was more because Rhea Ripley is just extremely popular. But the other women's match, you know, Bianca and uh, Io, I, I don't understand why they were not reacting. They were like on their fucking, like, they are just sitting there, not even caring. And I'm thinking in my head, when I'm watching, I'm like, all right, they don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck either. Maybe it's culturally. You know, women there are, are treated different from American women. Yeah. Maybe culturally. And that was my fear with matches over there and, and, and big title wins. Their reactions are not going to be the reactions that an American audience would have do something like that you know what I'm saying? and they're, and they're even, going back there next year too or even a uk audience yeah or even an australian audience you know what i'm saying their culturally is, is just really different and culturally women in that country if you notice tonight everybody was neck down yes they were no and no nothing um maybe it's a woman thing that could be too maybe that's a possibility. All I was saying is I was let down with the crowd reaction. That really took me out. Really, really took me out of the match. Um, it was the weakest match. Um, obviously, the backlash match was way better. This didn't hit. This didn't hit. Um, Eel and Bianca could have done better. No shade to them, but the match was just very slow, very methodical, which is fine, but... In this instance, with these two competitors, it, it needed to be a little bit fast-paced, just like their um, their backlash match. Easily one of the best women's matches of the year. And then I was just, I was really excited for this one. I thought they were going to trump the backlash match, and you know they didn't came they didn't come close. 
That's just my opinion. You know, I don't know where they go from here. But I'm all eyes and ears. And I'm going to be very, very interested to see. Number one, what's going to happen with Kyrie Sane and EO and Bailey, even Bianca, because Bianca lost. What's next for Bianca Belair? So that's going to be interesting. And also with the War Games announcement, thank the Lord above that we got War Games. Thank you. I'm wondering if we're going to get a women's War Games match. I would assume so. You know, does... I'm just going to say it. Do they deserve to have a War Games match? I mean, right now they don't because we haven't really seen anything of War Games. Now I think we did with what happened with EO and Bailey and Kyrie Sane with Bianca because Bianca has another gripe. She got screwed. So that can be added into the War Games match. So it's going to be interesting. I do think the women are going to get War Games and I think it's going to involve the women that you've seen tonight. And it's going to be very, very interesting to see who else is going to side with Kyrie Sane and EO when it's all said and done. It's going to be very interesting. Uh, next up, guys, um, we're going to stroll right around here. Appreciate all the support. Thank you for uh, wanting to listen to what me and Dante have to say, our thoughts and opinions on Crown Jewel. Um, really appreciate it. Next up is... Solo Sokoa versus John Cena. The right man won. I'm very happy that the right man won. Solo Sokoa. Um, the future of the business. John Cena. John Cena, man. It uh it kind of sucks. Um, it kind of sucks knowing that his career is really winding down. You can feel it. You could sense it. Anybody would tell you they feel it and sense it as well, too. Uh, tonight, they were really pushing of, is this John Cena's last match? I think it's his last match now because of the writer strike being over and the actor strike being over. And then they're going to eventually go back to work. Um, that's over. Yeah, that's over now. Yeah. So... John Cena is going to go back to work. Hopefully, he's able to appear at the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Um, every time this man's on my TV, I really try to really cherish seeing him because, again, I just feel it. I think he's going to retire like sooner than we think. Um, I might be wrong. Actually, I hope I am wrong. Hopefully, he still has more life than the tank because there are still opponents for him to face. Rather people like it or not and be like, no, you know, John Cena doesn't have it. Yes, he does. There's a few more people that John Cena can go one-on-one -on -one with. I'm not going to go down the fucking list because I don't want to bore you guys. All I got to say is this was a great win for Solo Sokoa. Monumental win for Solo. John Cena is about the future. John Cena actually is one of these legends that actually gives a fuck about the future. Is he the greatest of all time? That's debatable. I say no, but he is one of the goats in this game for sure. He's an all-time great. Um, and I'll end it with this. When he's gone, we're all going to miss him. So try to cherish John Cena as much as you can because it's clear more than ever 
this man is not going to be around for that much longer. What's your thoughts, Dante? Um, I just want to get the other side of the coin to this okay. to this match. This match really put Solo in a great spot. Um, yes, it really showed the world that he's a main event player. It showed the world that he will be a future not just champion, but he'll be a future world champion. Um, Solo held his own. Solo. Very, if 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 you really was paying attention to the match, his movement was very reminiscent to Umaga. Yes, a lot of Umaga stuff, flying headbutt when John Cena was in the trio row. Um, the oblivion of the Samoan spikes that he gave John Cena at the end. Um, you know the the, the Samoan drop. It, it was very reminiscent. It was kind of like watching Umaga. In a sense, to to a sense, to uh, well, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was just it it was a really um, it was an important match for Solo. Probably the most important match you'll have up to this point. The match that's going to matter the most, and him going over on John was so important to his career. John really did the favor. John's really been doing the favor since he's been back. Hasn't really won anything too much. Um, so it was an important match with John. It was an important match with Solo. Um, because John is now going into a different shift in his career. And this has taken Solo into a whole nother shift in his career. Um, I just think the match was a tad bit long. I yes, it was. It was little, I wish it was a little shorter, not just long, but it was a little slow. Um, but they were trying to tell a story, and I could appreciate that. Um, that's my thoughts. Yeah, they they were telling a great story. Um, I don't really much I could say. I mean, great win for Solo. The right person won, and John Cena. He's he's really going out on his back. Um, he's been losing a lot. He's been losing a lot. Um. And we're just going to have to see what else John Cena is going to want to do uh, moving forward. Who else he's going to want to put over. Um, maybe he faces a Grayson Waller in the near future. Um, I know there's two people specifically in NXT who need to be called up to the main roster. Two people that John Cena can face in Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. How about Gunther? You know what I mean? So, like I said, there are people for John Cena to continue to fight. Um, but I just need people to really cherish John Cena because it's just clear now that his time is really coming up. Uh, TikTok, uh, and John Cena's career, I really feel that way after, uh, his performance tonight. And we're just gonna have to see what happens and what John Cena is going to do next. So good win for Solo. I wonder what's next for Solo Sokoa. Um, that's going to be very interesting. So uh, I'm not going to fantasy book on that. I'm just going to wait and see um, what's next for both men moving forward. So we got a title switch. We got a title switch. This made me happy. This made me happy. Logan Paul defeated Rey Mysterio to become the new United States champion. Don't hate the player, hate the game, people. Y'all can get mad all you want to. 
Logan Paul this, Logan Paul that. I don't like to diss people. I don't like to call people out all the time. Uh, let me get, let me, let me uh, have the ability to do that just for, just for a little bit. Uh, people out there that are just continually to disrespect Logan Paul, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop. Um, if you say you're a wrestling fan, if you say you appreciate talent when you see it, appreciate talent, appreciate Logan Paul. He's put in that work. He is the greatest celebrity turn pro wrestler all time. All time until someone is able to outdo what Logan Paul is doing. Then I hope that happens. But right now, as I see it right now, Logan Paul is the best celebrity turn pro wrestler. That's my stance. That's my opinion on it. I don't know why people are continuing to diss Logan Paul. I mean, he won the world. He won uh, a world championship. He won the United States championship. Not the world championship, but he won a he won a title in WWE. We all knew that was going to happen. I mean, come on. We all knew he was going to eventually win a championship in the WWE. He ain't beating Gunther. So what's the next best option? Beat Rey Mysterio with the United States Championship. Going to WrestleMania as the United States Champion. That's what's best for business. And I got two people I think Logan Paul is probably going to go one-on-one with. Just two people. That's it. I think he's going to go one-on-one with Kevin Owens. Or he's going to go one-on-one with LA Knights. Now, you can't go wrong with any any of them. Kevin Owens, LA Knight. But I think Logan Paul is going to face one of those two people. Uh, you pick whoever. Um, but stop disrespecting Logan Paul, man. I'm tired of it. Y'all are just not fans of Logan Paul of his past and i understand that you know what i mean everyone has their own opinions on it but you are you people that are like disrespecting logan paul are disrespecting him from the standpoint of what he did in the past but you're a wrestling fan so you need to give your expertise and opinions and critics of what he's doing in the ring on the microphone he's not doing bad at all Really, he might not be the best on the microphone, but when it's when he steps in that ring, come on, man, he stepped in the ring with fucking Rey Mysterio. He stepped in the ring with Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins, and he shined. So stop throwing shade at Logan Paul. Give him his flowers. He put in that work. He deserves the United States Championship. L.A. Knight versus Logan Paul or Kevin Owens versus Logan Paul. Is going to be one of the biggest United States Championship matches in WrestleMania history. I'm only saying those two names because it, I mean, who else you going to get? Who else Logan Paul is going to face? So that's my thoughts on it. Uh, Dante, take as long as you want. What's your thoughts on this championship match? And what's your thoughts on Logan Paul winning the United States Championship? Glad he won. I think it was the right call. It was the right move. Um, I like it. I, I really think, outside of Bad Bunny, that Logan Paul is one of the most gifted um, celebrity, if you want to call it that, um, wrestlers we've ever seen. Um, anybody that comes into the business now that's from that world, they're going to have to break it because Logan, Ball, Logan Paul and, and um, Bad Bunny totally set the bar so high with 
their just natural ability to perform at the level that they're performing at, you know? These people don't press club every day. For them to get in a ring and do what they are doing, it's amazing. Um, I like the magic of the magic school. Um, much much respect to uh, Ray Mysterio. Tremendous. Ray Mysterio hasn't missed a beat since he came into the business, you know. Um, it was a great match. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. I, I don't know what happened Logan Paul in the past that you are in reference to, um, but uh, he's doing well right now, and, and, and WWE is behind him. And um, he's the future. He's part of the future of the business going forward. Now, let me ask you this question. I got to ask it to you. Um, I got to put you in the seat. Is Logan Paul ever going to win a world championship? I don't know. Um, That's my same answer, too. I don't know. I really don't know. It, it depends on how he's booked and where things go. Um, but right now, him having a big car title is, he needs to be a champion. You know, he needs to have a championship to really get over even more. This was the right thing to do. Yeah, shout out to Logan Paul, man. Um, you know, people on Twitter just complaining. Some people are in agreement with what me and you were saying. And at the end of the day, we just got to give Logan Paul his flowers. Rey Mysterio, a goat in this game. One of the legends. He hasn't missed a beat. Uh, Like Dante said, completely agree with what he said. Uh, Rey Mysterio, he's going to be missed too when he leaves. Um, Damn, that kind of sucks, man. (laughs) John Cena is on his last leg. Rey might be on his last leg soon. Might retire soon. Our childhood going, going out strong, I'd say. You know, but this was a good match. I enjoyed it. Um, and we're going to wait and see what happens. Um, I will say, what the fuck, Dante, was uh, that brass knuckle spot where Santos Escobar came out and he had the brass knuckles and then he placed it right back in the ring. What the fuck was that? Yeah, that, that was my I, only criticism of the match. Yeah, and I don't even know who that guy was. Who who is that? That was uh one of Logan Paul's um, clicks. Yeah, I don't I don't know who that guy was. And he I'm looked like, uncomfortable he, as fuck. How was he able to get over the guardrail? I have no idea. Who security? Nobody. That's when it starts looking a little fake. Yes. Um, when you see things like that, like how is he able to get over the guardrail? Like there's nobody that's gonna stop this person that nobody knows who they are. I can see why Santos would do it. He's a superstar. Who is this person? You know, and how does person know where to run? I, I don't want to get too little, too logical, but I'm just saying, you know, um, yeah, yeah, we didn't see a lot of clean wins tonight. No, we definitely didn't. We didn't. This is another match that kind of was like, okay, it's, it's an interference, you know. Uh, I like clean wins. I think they're good. Me too. Um, and, and Logan could have definitely used a clean win against Ray Mysterio without using brass knuckles to win. Um, eh. I think they could have did without it. I think they could have did without it. I think it, it could have... Eh. 
You yeah, the, uh, the match was, in my opinion, the match was good until the ending. I'm like, okay, bro, come on, man. <laughs> got a little lazy, got a little sloppy. You went from a four to a three immediately with that ending. I'm like, guys, come on, bro. Yeah, but, it, it, yeah absolutely. Man. So yeah. that's, hey, guys. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Their match was better than Logan Paul and Ricochet's. I'll say that. <laughs> I agree with you on that. I agree with you totally. Um, we're giving our opinions, y'all. That's it. All right. So I don't want y'all coming out as going crazy. Oh my God. You guys said we're just giving our opinions. That's it. Um, all right. We got Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest. I'm going to be quick. Uh, this match was okay. Um, Cody Rhodes getting the win. It really, listen, I'm about to agree with Dante like a motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> Dante, you ready? <laughs> This involves your boy, all right? Roman, what's going on, man? It looks like Cody should have been world champion. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that reaction uh, when he came out, that reaction when he won, and I go on Twitter, and I see everyone in their mother. So over this is what I'm talking about. He should have won the title of WrestleMania. That'd be you fucked up. Blah blah blah. My mom was watching, and yeah, uh, my sister, she was like, "Who's that?" I said, "That's uh." I said, "You know Dusty Rhodes." I was surprised. She said, "Yeah." Oh. I, I said, "That's her son." I said, "That that was his son. That is the son." She was like, "What?" I said, "Yeah." She was like, "Oh wow!" And she sat there. The one thing she said to me that she watched some of the matches. My mom watched pretty much all the Crown Jewel. The one thing she said to me was, wow, they really like him. That's what she said. She's not a wrestling fan. She's not a casual wrestling fan. She knows that I am. I love to hear from people that don't watch like I do or like you do. And she said to me, she said, wow, that's his son. I said, yeah. She said, oh, wow. They like him. They on their feet. They, him, they like him. Yeah, my my brother was uh he was actually watching the match, and um he was like, didn't Cody come from AEW? I was like, yeah. He was like, and then he asked me, he was like, was he popular? He was he as this popular as he was in AEW? I was like, uh, not uh, not really, not to the extent of this, no. And then he said, man, I think he should have won a WrestleMania. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, I, I kind of think he should have won because he was watching WrestleMania with me, too. He watched the whole show with me, too. And uh, he was like, yeah, I think they fucked up on not giving him the title. But I know why Roman Reigns is world champion. He wants to beat all these records, right? And I'm like, yeah, that's what they're doing. And uh, hey, man, listen, you know, WWE, I hope you all know what y'all doing. I just don't, you know, don't burn the fucking flame yet. On Cody, he's the guy. You got your replacement when Roman's gone. Just hope the two you... biggest, the two biggest pops of the night was L.A. Knight and Cody Rhodes. There it is. Period. And Jay and Jay Uso when Jay Uso came out too. I don't want to discredit okay. Jay Uso, but yes, I get what you're okay. saying. Okay. Yeah. The pop of the night was L.A. Knight and Cody. Rhodes. No, 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 no. I agree. I agree. I agree with you. But when Jey Uso came out, crowd kind of went crazy as well, too, which is still 
It's just still crazy. This guy's a fucking tag team wrestler getting singles uh, reactions. Um, speaking of LA Knight, LA Knight lost. <laughs> All right. LA Knight lost. Our opinions were just mainly focusing on how WWE is going to uh, protect LA Knight. And they did protect them. They did protect them. I will say this. By outside interference. You just and, you, you read my fucking mind. And 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 another match. Uh, again, there were a lot of out. Nobody really won clean clean tonight. I mean, there are some exceptions, but the big matches that happened, a lot of outside interference. Just a lot of outside interference. And um, some of the matches, I was like, what is this, a false count anywhere? Like, what's happening right now? Yeah. Um, I'll just say this with the main event. Roman, you got to stop with the fucking interference, man. You got to stop with the interferences. I'm getting tired of it. His, his reign, he's not winning. Every, <laughs> most of his reign is because of somebody helping yeah, you need to flip that. You need to start winning clean or something. Either they, either they come out or the opponent gets distracted and they hit the person and then he comes in and capitalizes. Or the referee gets knocked down and then they come in well, and... He hasn't really won clean. No, he hasn't. From what I remember, it's always Jay or Jimmy. Or I remember one time, Paul Heyman interviewed Yep. Match. Remember that? I do remember. Turnbuckle, and he kept getting up, and I just was like, "What the heck is going on?" And tonight, he won the championship due to interference. But this interference was more important because he could not beat LA Knight clean with yeah. the moment that LA Knight was on. It would kill LA Knight's momentum, you know. Yeah, um, WWE's running on thin ice. With the booking of Roman Reigns in the World Championship picture. In terms of the match and the way they produce it, they're running on thin ice. Everyone's getting tired of the fucking interference. I'm just going to say it. I would say this. The next matches that Roman Reigns has going into WrestleMania. He better win clean. Got to be clean. He has to be dominant. He really has to be the Iron Man of WWE. And then WrestleMania, whatever happens, happens. But until then, but we may not see him until Royal Rumble. So, hmm. I mean, you know, I mean, it, we knew this was going to happen when I, I said this before. Yeah. We knew this was going to when they put in that new championship and when Seth Rollins became the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. We knew this was going to happen. So this may be the last match of the year for Roman Reigns, as far as we know. We've got another month to get to. Obviously, nothing happens in December, but... Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, that's Crown Jewel in a nutshell. Nothing too crazy, nothing too fancy. Uh, we only seen one return. Um, it was Kyrie Sane. I liked it. I'm happy she's back. Triple H, you need to get the ball rolling with the women's division. You have credible pieces. You really, really have pieces. Um, so you, you got to get on that ball. Didn't this arena look small? The arena looks like small? 
the stage looked big. I love the stage. That stage looked nice. But when it panned out to the audience, I was like, "Oh yeah!" It seemed like it was like short. Yeah, it looked pretty small. I will say that it looked a little small from the other years that we've seen. Yeah, they all uh, credit to Byron Saxton. He did pretty good. Yes, he did. Shout out to Byron Saxton. Let's give him his flowers. He did a pretty good job. I did miss Samantha Irving and yes. stuff like that, but he did his thing. He held it down, and he's not a ring announcer at all. Nope. Like that. Uh, he got out there, he called each person, and he did good. He, he did. did good. I know he a lot of good. the a lot of the crew didn't go over there because they were on SmackDown, so they had to split the crew. So, Like, like Michael Cole and, and Wade Barrett always does well. Um, I mean, that was good, too. You know, yeah, that it was, it was an okay show. It was an okay night. You know, nothing too crazy. Run of the how mill. Many stars, how many stars did you give this show, including entrances and everything, in matches and all, all the other good stuff? Um, three out of five stars. I concur. Okay. Okay. Yeah, three out of five. Um, the best entrance. I mean, come on. The best entrance goes to Rhea Ripley. She's so good. Best entrances go to Rhea Ripley. The best match, in my opinion. Um, I'd probably give it to Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre. Um, I'll give it to those guys. Um yeah, those are my those are my thoughts on it. Um, what was your match of the night or of the evening? None. I'd say none. Okay. <laughs> none. I feel that. I feel that. None. It was like just it was it was I don't know just none. What What do you think's next after this? It's just these storylines going into Survivor Series. That's it. I don't really have a big, you know, whatever. I think, like I said, this 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 PLE was the purpose of it was the, the continuation of building these storylines, and we're just going to see the storylines get built, and we'll go from there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he ended it. That's how we gonna end it, man. Crown Jewel. It was run of a mill. We gave our thoughts and opinions on it. Um. Be sure to support the best way you guys can. Social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> We're rolling on TikTok, man. I appreciate the support. We really appreciate the support on TikTok, man. The numbers are doing excellent. Um, and just keep supporting the best way y'all can. Um yeah, anything else, uh, anything else, Dante, you want to add? If you haven't done so, make sure you follow, subscribe, and let's take over right here. Um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Instagram, TikTok. If you're not following, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go follow right now. Go see the work that's been done. Um, we post daily. Every day there's a post coming up. Um, post I mean, just articles and reactions and 
uh, fantasy booking, and just all things wrestling. Not just WWE. We cover all wrestling. WWE, AEW, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, TNA Impact Wrestling. We we cover all. So just go subscribe today, right now. Go. So that, I mean, while you even listen to the podcast right now, go, go, go. Subscribe. Follow. It's the Wrestling Takeover. Yeah, y'all missing out on TikTok, man. Please support because we're rolling. We're rolling real big right now. Um, and it's looking real good. And we just, we both appreciate the support. We really do. Um, we'll see what happens. You know, Monday Night Raw. We'll see what happens as we build towards Survivor Series. Are we going to get a women's War Games match? Who's going to be a part of that match? Who's going to be a part of the men's War games, what's going to happen with Jade Cargill? Is she going to be at Survivor Series? Are we going to get an appearance from fucking Punk, Randy Orton, Kyrie Sane's back? There's a lot of moving parts right now going in WWE. And uh, WWE is pretty hot right now. So, um, again, stay up to date with everything on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And um, just support the best way that you guys can. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for once again listening. And uh, Dante, um, let's keep rolling, man. Let's keep rolling. Yes, All right, brother. Good talking to you. And um, I'll talk yep. to you soon. Yep. All right, brother. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, and I'll see you guys next time right here on the Wrestling Takeover.